Welcome back to the Right Rules podcast, uh, 21st of February 2008. Well, today is a very interesting day. Um, there's some stories in the news that really uh, I find rather interesting, actually. Um, uh, the the, the do-gooders are out in force today, particularly, so typically, the UK government. Uh, they apologising over the rendition flights which uh, in, in which American planes have landed in British territory and uh, apparently the uh, the US uh, uh, only brought this information to light a week ago and of course David Miliband the uh, the foreign secretary said he's very sorry to have to say that previous denials made in good faith were now having to be corrected well I don't get it I, I don't get what's wrong with uh, rendition flights these are terrorists that planned attacks and executed those attacks against the West, particularly America. Now, not only should we not even make a big fuss of rendition flights, but we should allow them to land in Heathrow so that we can torture them on the way to Guantanamo Bay. That's the way it should be. These people want to kill us. So best we kill them first, rather than we sit here and apologize for some stupid, stupid do-gooder rule and law. The uh, Suffolk murderer, Steve Wright, was convicted today for the murder of five women. And he will be sentenced tomorrow, and it's expected to get 30 years. Which is not bad for someone that's killed five people. Personally, I think he should be hanged at the stake, or burnt at the stake, hanged at the gallows. That's the way we should have it in this country and in the world. But, of course, the do-gooders have... uh, one over again and caused the rest of us to be drawn by our noses by these idiots and uh, and we, we don't have the death penalty because we have stupid idiots that we listen to all the time. Unfortunately, do-gooders have got an exceptionally loud voice for being actually quite in the minority. And other news in the UK, um, uh, the, the, the Northern Rock Rescue Plan uh, is now in front of MPs, of course. I do find it rather interesting that uh, we as the British taxpayers have to now foot the bill for a private company. Uh, All this is actually really Labour showing its absolute (coughs) incompetence. Because uh, normally uh, any company that's going through financial difficulty, it's their problem. The, The taxpayer should never have to bail them out. Not at all. But of course this is Britain the land of the do-gooder, and of course that's what we have in this country. Now, let's talk about briefly one of the biggest problems in the government today. This is the MP Labour, the Labour MP for Redditch. This is Jackie Smith. She's the current Home Secretary, and she is useless. Utterly, totally useless. This woman cannot string a sentence together. She stands for gay rights. She stands for the hunting ban. She's strongly against investigating the Iraq war, which is a good thing. She's strongly for Labour's anti-terrorism laws, which is an an okay thing. She's strongly for introducing top-up fees. uh, And, of course, strongly 
for introducing foundation hospitals, also ID cards, also for a smoking ban, but moderately against a, a transparent parliament. Well, you see, Jackie, I hope you land up listening to this because you are the most useless politician the UK has ever seen. I've, I've seen you, I've watched you on TV. You actually don't have a clue. And the average person sitting on a street corner would have a better clue than you about uh, doing your job which you're supposed to be doing in government. You are the most useless politician I have ever come across. Um, some interesting news that the Saudi school uh, in London has preached race hate. Well, why is this news? We know that Saudi Arabia is responsible for preaching race and religious intolerance and hatred for the last hundred years and they still do it but for some reason um, the West seem to prop up this this country, this corrupt country that's actually trying to bring down the West and w with our petrodollars. So I say the sooner we get off, our, we, the sooner we, we stop being reliant on Middle East oil the better so that we can give these people, uh, we can flip the bird on these people, give them the two finger salute and say you know what to do with yourself, stick it up your you know where. But of course we are addicted to oil in the West and that's uh, unfortunately the status quo. Of course Kofi Annan is hailing uh, talks, progress uh, talks in Kenya. Well it's still Africa, it's still a big debacle, absolute shambles and uh, I don't think Kofi Annan or anybody, any other politician, even if they're not as useless as Kofi Annan, will make any difference in Africa. Africa is a total stuff-up. Uh, what else is news? Let's have a look. Um, well, call to halt cheap alcohol offers in the UK. Oh, what a load of... The things that make the, the news in the UK is just unbelievable. Uh, you, you can see that this country... Uh, unfortunately doesn't have real problems but real problems are coming the, the the credit crunch you think the credit crunch was bad in America wait till it that puts its grip on the UK <clears throat> then you're gonna see what really happens um, the society of do-gooders and sick note culture people are going to get what's been coming to them and of course the, the reason why Labour are in power at the moment is because people get the party, the, the, the party and the government they deserve. Uh, moving abroad slightly, the uh, election in Pakistan did not go President Pervez Musharraf's way. Instead, the two main parties now have formed a, a coalition. Uh, that is uh, Nawaz Sharif's party and Ms. Bhutto's party. Uh, Pakistan People's Party. So who knows what's going to happen in that country? Quite frankly, Pakistan is and always has been an absolute mess. Um, and no uh, prizes for guessing what I believe is the underlying reason for a mess in that country. If you compare it to its neighbour, India, which is a secular country, absolute success story uh, right next door. So you only have to look at the two countries and say what's different. Well, the, the one is is uh, driven by religion, and the one one's driven by secularism. And of course, the one driven by religion is an utter and total failure. Let's move to South African news. Of course, the first story, top story in South Africa is you guessed it, murder, and a uh, a province called Gauteng 
well, there's a, 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 a pupil in matric who has been missing for two days has been found shot dead shot in the head and of course this is this is so typically South Africa the she, she's an 18 year old West Rand girl and she comes from the Becker High School she was missing a couple of days ago and her body was found close to her house at 8 o'clock on Wednesday evening and of course typical South Africa people get shot in the head and of course no one's been arrested yet that is just South Africa and that's why South Africa does not deserve anything other than getting punished by the rest of the world and of course Eskom continues to cause an absolute bit of chaos in the country that country is an absolute shambles and of course there's no other body no other people to blame but the ANC government because that's what the ANC is that's what African rulers do take a look at Mugabe let's look at Mugabe for a moment this idiot is still doing what he does and of course he's the elections coming up and one of the ZANU PF members have also crossed to the, 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 the room to actually stand for the president uh, position as well but of course it's just the old the same old rot from a different person it's time um, Zimbabwe had a new government and hopefully not one ZANU PF member in the government but of course that's Africa that's Zimbabwe and we all know how fantastically well Zimbabwe has been run up to now uh, the the total success story of the world isn't it um, unfortunately it's the truth anybody that can prove me wrong please do so I would love to be proven wrong about not only Zimbabwe but every other African country that's a shambles today if you have proof to the contrary please post it somewhere where the rest of us can see it but um, until then put up or shut up and talking about putting up and or shutting up I'm going to be doing a very good podcast on the next one talking about evolution versus creation and uh, I urge you not to miss that one you will enjoy that one but staying with South Africa for a moment we've got Jacob Zuma who is clearly a criminal and uh, true to form in South Africa the criminal will become the gov the, the president um, now uh, of course South Africa is suspending or at least wanting to shut down the scorpions division which has brought a lot of the ANC people to to justice and of course there's no surprises to see why the ANC want to shut down the scorpions it's like uh, marking your own homework you're going to give yourself good marks and if uh, if your homework's bad you, you you're just going to find a way to give you keep giving yourself good marks and that, that that's unfortunately the way things work in South Africa now in South Africa we have a rule or we have a law which is essentially a racist law which is something about uh, I think it's it's, it's BEE -E, uh, and it stands for um, black economic empowerment now I'm looking at a website of an average South African company and I do find it quite um, quite amusing is the word really but also quite sad in in that the, uh, the this company is trying to brag that they have a they're a leading black empowered IT services and solutions company listed on the stock exchange and they, they look looking at their 
at their website I, I'm just looking at the uh, at the leadership team and they're not shy to say how they have two black females on the leadership team and as I go down the leadership team list you can, you, you can see the the attempt at at having people of color on the board uh, and of course I know some of these people personally and uh, I find it I find it rather sick and disgusting that people are rolling over and 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 allowing a country to be dictated to by some idiots in government it's time the people of South Africa the not only the white people but people who have brains um, to stand together and, and, and boycott the, the government and, and, and actually refuse to have the rules that are imposed to them. Just refuse it. People should, should establish a bartering system and they should defy this racist government in South Africa, this, this government that's hell-bent on penalizing the people that are actually responsible for the ultimate success of the country in spite of the government themselves. Uh, unfortunately, people uh, in South Africa, particularly whites, don't stand together because um, if there's one race that that needs a lesson on how to stand together, it's the Afrikaner. And this is, I, I probably will cover this in in more detail at in, in some podcast. But I was always amazed at how in South Africa the Afrikaner was a very a very divided people and a divided nation and and you wonder why these people were like that not only were they were they hopelessly outnumbered uh, by the blacks in the country but they they also um, sort of alienated the the English speakers as well and and the these people were very short-sighted and, and I find it rather disappointing in a way but but I'm nonplussed slightly to 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 think of how short-sighted the Afrikaner was and and perhaps still is to this day and who knows wh what would have happened if they if they actually stood together and, and decided they're not going to uh, give away the country for the sake of fighting amongst each other. But it's too late now. <clears throat> they did give the country away, uh, much to the, the absolute surprise and astonishment of many people. They, they, they just rolled over and, and gave it away. And that is unfortunately South Africa and there is no hope for South Africa. I will say on this podcast right now, South Africa will be like Zimbabwe. It's just a matter of time before South Africa is exactly like Zimbabwe. Out of control crime. Uh, yes, the economy is not bad. Uh, Trevor Manuel is okay. But the the general feeling in South Africa is um, people are depressed and and it's time that South Africa decided and stood together as a, as a nation and put colour aside but unfortunately black people don't do that 
I've come to realize in, in this life that the real racists are the blacks, not the whites. The black people are very racist. And I have time and time again seen this. I used to report to a black person. I will refuse to name him. But uh, he was very slyly and cunningly racist against me versus my black colleagues. Uh, but he got found out in the end and uh, we sorted him out. Um, so r Zim, no hope for Zim. It's inflation is, is running at at a hundred thousand percent and uh, when it gets that high you you just wonder what exactly is the future for Zimbabwe and we know that this coming election will be yet another scam and sham uh, and of course it's uh it's just it's just a joke uh, I almost don't want to waste time on it but I'm also absolutely in, in some aspects almost mesmerized by this buffoon that's running the country and uh, I, I stand for a new leader of the country the leader of, of the opposition Morgan Svangarai let's hope he becomes the leader so that's what my podcast is today I will end off by saying please if you find a do-gooder root them out and get rid of them. Thank you for listening.